Guys, before we get started with this episode of the Epic Cheat Day Podcast, I just want to let you know that if you're hearing something right now that's an air conditioner because it's 80-something degrees out and I don't want to melt my balls off. Anyway, I also wanted to let you know that we have an updated lineup for the June 4th uh, show uh, for the No Gimmicks Needed Comedy Show at the Lincoln Lodge, 2040 North Milwaukee Avenue, 915, Friday, June 4th. The updated lineup is... Jessica Mizra hosting, Tim Weichelbaum, Knute Gregory, Jamal Gushan, special guest, very special guest, the legendary Kristen Toomey, and headline and closing out the show is going to be the one and only Amber Autry. Tickets are on sale right now, tngncs.eventbrite.com, and then if you want to save three bucks, guess what you do? You punch in no gimmicks uh it's all one word all lowercase into the promo code box guess what you get three dollars off you're going to see a great lineup of comics um and now for this special crossover episode with the chicago fight club it's with mc lightsey of the epic sheet day podcast guys listen to it now Oh, and like and subscribe to the podcast. Why do I always forget that? Like and subscribe to the podcast. Make comments about it. You can make bad comments about it as long as you like and subscribe to it. All right, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Whoppers, Big Macs, White Castle, Six Packs, Ribs, Full Racks, Extra Cheese, I'll take that. Might fuck around, have some Chick-fil-A, eat whatever I want, it's Darren Strong's Epic Cheat Day. Two minutes, hear what I have to say, you're listening to Epic Cheat Day. With your host... Derek Strong. Uh, yeah, you're here with uh, MC Lightsey with Chicago Fight Club. And Derek Strong with the Epic Cheat Day podcast. And MC Lightsey, what is the greasiest shit you've eaten all week? Uh, all week? Uh, well, I was down in Georgia, so can I... <laughs> okay, so we should, we should probably figure out a way to, I don't know, condense this, because that's a lot of grease in a week. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just gonna no, go I'm just going to go through it all. I'm just going to go through, through it all. Go through it all. Hit me with it. All right, I get off the plane. Uh, first meal I had was Waffle House. I and, and by the way, I just want to say this. Yes or no, because you've had Waffle House and not everybody that listens to my podcast even knows what the fuck Waffle House is. If there was a Waffle House in Chicago, wouldn't it print money? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Right. There's nothing that good. The closest thing I can think is Diner in Boys Town because they just have greasy hash browns. Yeah. And they're it's all about the greasy a. hash browns. So what did you have at Waffle House? Greasy hash browns. Greasy hash uh, browns. A triple. Uh, what did I have at a smothered chunk? Triple hash brown. Um oh that's cheese and ham, but cheese yeah, and ham, cheese, you know. ham, potato, uh, and some scrambled eggs on the side. And, and and we were we we touched briefly on this before. Why are you not fatter than me? I don't understand this. <laughs> I used I used to be pretty fat. I used to be pretty fat at my heaviest. I was around like the 250, 255 range. Which is, that's what I'm trying to get to, guys, right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> MC Lightsey at his heaviest is my goal weight. Yeah, you and carry then, it better than me, though. Like, I looked way worse at 255 than than you do if you're heavier than that guys this is the last time he's gonna be nice he already promised me it's the last time he's gonna be nice to me for the rest of the podcast yeah Derek. what i really did is i got my fat ass off i got and like yeah said. exactly i don't count walking up a flight of stairs as exercise you fat fuck um so what did you do what was the secret to your success uh no literally i got my fat ass off the sofa and like, <laughs> no 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 i went home for christmas one year 
Um, and my grandma called me fat. Wow. <laughs> like, did she say it with in those in that many words? Uh, she she said i i'm trying to think exactly what she said it wasn't because be your great. grandma's not like, your, grandma's when your grandma <laughs> says you're when you're she indicated that maybe i shouldn't have seconds that night <laughs> and maybe but I, she's like you you look bigger you look bigger Ouch. But, you know that's that's like slightly more like insulting you look bigger like when somebody if she would have said you're fat i'd somehow think that would have been like slightly less it would have but like yeah. what's the meanest thing your grandma's ever said to you though i don't know both of them died when I was, my, <laughs> my, my mom's side she died before i was ever born my other grandma like she i barely remember she used to make this amazing because she's from the italian side of my family i'm italian hungarian yeah. german she's from the italian wow, side. that's so very kind of white that that's uh, just i'm white as fuck let's just say <laughs> that like what level of white all the white um so, yeah, so uh, she used to make homemade. I remember that, like the back of my. She used to make homemade meatballs and sauce every Sunday. So that I remember. You yeah, know, obviously I remember a food related thing, but um, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so Atlanta, Georgia. So you have Coca Cola pumping through your veins. From what I hear, that shit is everywhere down there. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's, it's in the water. They, they have the world of Coke there. You can you can the get you can get Coke. like three hundred different flavors of Coke, like. Because like a fountain, you can shower in it. You you fucking comics, not the kind of coke you're thinking of, you fucking drug-addicted fiends. Holy shit. Well, we got a lot of that, too. (laughs) (laughs) It just so happens when they say coke, they mean both of them. I found out a very interesting thing about coke. So all the cocaine that's used for medical use is because of Coca-Cola Company, and they're the only one. There's only one place in the country, in the U.S., um, where they just manufacture and process coca leaves uh, for use for medical use. Yeah, do you know where that is? It's cocaine. Yeah. No, but do you know where they do that Isn't at? Isn't it Jersey? Uh, maybe. I, th- I think it was Jersey. I think it's either Jersey or Alabama. I'm not sure. I mean, neither would surprise me. Yeah. So I was know. wondering if you know. Like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, if I remember correctly, it was Jersey, like this one plant, and they're the only place in the whole entire country that's allowed to do it, and the only reason why is because of some, some obscure legal loophole that they were able, back to when they were manufacturing Coca-Cola with cocaine in it. Yeah. Uh. So that really sucks for the rest of the country where you can't do cocaine. Where you can't do, (laughs) yeah, where you can't do cocaine. That's, uh, you know, nobody ever does it anywhere else at Uh, all. Oh, that's the other thing. I quit doing drugs. Congratulations. Uh, Mazel tov. That was the other way I lost weight was, yeah. Yeah, like that was, I'll I'll say this. For me, like, because I was much bigger than this, and I I dropped down, and then, of course, I gained it back. Um, uh. Uh, part of the reasons why I gained it back was when I quit drinking, like I, I started craving sugar so much. Like I was never a big sugar guy and I just like started eating like, is that why sugar. I've been like, cause I, so I just quit drinking a couple months ago. Yeah. Like, I quit drugs like a couple, three years ago. Like, yeah. Most okay. drugs, you know, uh, all the bad ones, <laughs> all the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, but I quit drinking alcohol, but I've had sugar cravings. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. It is a thing. It's not for every, not with everybody who quits alcohol, but with a lot of people they do because of, uh, it's something, something having to do with your body processes alcohol as sugar. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's missing that. And of course the endorphin rush naturally that you would have been getting from alcohol, you know, it's your body's like trying to, re- uh, replace that with sugar. Cravings. Oh, that's interesting. Like, cause I've gained like probably like, 
five or six pounds in the nice. last like couple months. Oh, and, that's and not bad. I've though. been eating cake. Like I've just been eating cake and cookies. Also, my wife just makes me cookies. <laughs> Trying to fatten you up, buddy. Trying to make it. Dude, she doesn't. Off the market. She doesn't want me to run away. I think is. That's great. Uh, is she good? Does she do like the full like homemade or is she just like taking like the store-bought mix? And no, no, no. That? She does homemade. Like I have food allergies out the ass too. Oh, really? So oh, you really are a fucking nerd. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, he, he's like, I got all this, all spectrum of the nerd I got. Yeah. Wait till I tell you about my Dungeons and Dragons campaign here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Something tells me this is not a joke. This is a very real thing. Oh, it's 100% real. Uh, you know, Demon Tap, right? Uh, unfortunately. And let me guess. I hope you- they, no, I hope they closed during the pandemic. Like, fuck that place. Really? Wow. What was your beef with Demon Tap? I just ate shit every time I went there because it would always be like the fourth like open mic I did. Wow. Okay. So like, yeah, like, so Demon Tap, I actually ran that mic for a little bit with, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, with the fucking glasses who runs the mic. One of the, uh, one of the one comics, of I, I ran it for like a month and a half with him. And then uh, I was, so at the time I was doing like. Were uh, you asked to leave? No, no, no. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you want to hear a story? Check this out. I I don't want to say this on here because like he's still. It. We he's, bleep names. Any names you say, we'll bleep. Like, well, I'm not going to say any names. So, the, so when I was running the mic with him, the owner loved me hosting so much. He was just like, listen, I like you better than the other guy. What do I need to do to get, uh, what do I need to get, offer you to get you to stay? And I'm just like, it's not my equipment. It's his equipment. He started the mic here. That'd be pretty fucked up if I took you up on that. So, yeah, that's what happened. With so that. you just left. So I le- but I was going to, I had to step away because, dude, I was hosting three mics at a time. Why would you host three? Because I don't care about myself. <laughs> Clearly, I don't care about fucking sanity. I mean, it's something like, so like what? I've been in Chicago doing comedy a, a year and a half. I think I've been in Chicago. The, how long have you been doing it all together? Uh, a year and a half. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, like I, you've made moves in that fucking year and a half. Jesus, good for you. Yeah, no, that's like... I mean, we can get into some Chicago comedy Facebook drama, but like when people are like talking about gatekeepers and stuff, I'm like, just do your thing. Just, just do like, your thing. Do your funny. thing. Yeah. Like, we started this before the pandemic and we've kept it going. So, Hell I, yeah. so I don't know why, like not just the podcast, but like the show and everything. Like, and well, it's it, funny because one of the biggest shows in the city was based off the fact that the guys weren't getting booked elsewhere. So they're like, fuck it. We're going to start our own show. And now it's one of the shows that everybody wants to be on in the city. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of what happened with fight club. Like I was just like, Oh, there's like 200 other, probably funnier than me. White dudes in the city. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to start my own show and not market it to comics. Like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, let's get a real crowd. And then I was like, wait a minute, real crowds are way easier to make laugh than fucking open micers. Totally. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. I can just do my hack shit in front of like a hundred people. And they'll laugh. Yeah. They'll respond to that. That's all I've ever wanted out of this. And it's like, it's weird too, because you could always tell like somebody who's used to doing open mics. Once they start transitioning to shows, they start struggling a bit more because they get used to doing that kind of humor that's just focused towards comics to make them laugh at open mic. I'm like, that type of shit isn't going to work with regular people. Nobody wants to hear your dead suicide bits and like regular audiences. Don't want oh, to yeah. Like, no, I've been trying to make this joke about fucking my sister work 
the last like three book shows I've done. And, and <laughs> the fact that you're doing it at the book shows that you're on, like, well, there's it. no open mics right now. Like, <laughs> We're like, dude, I'm getting stage time and working these shits out. I don't care how I'm doing it, dude. No, like it's like it's like, and it's a funny like it'll get out la- laughs, but it's just like like they're fucking groans, dude. Because like, you know it's like my opener. Is like, I'm going to jerk myself off here. I'm talking about how my sister's my middle school bully. And then the closer is how fucking my wife, like the punchline is, it's like fucking my middle school bully. Uh, right? So then like they sat through eight uh, minutes uh, of me bombing, right? Because these are like the yeah. book shows back. And then they're like, oh, that's your, literally the last time I did it, like in October. Somebody actually said that? Someone's like, that's your sister. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are a genius, sir. Uh, that is, uh, that's awesome. That's yeah. good. I like, I like the fact that you're working out your sets in, <laughs> in shows. That is fantastic. I mean, there's, like I said, got to do it. Right? There's not, what? I'm not going to go to the fucking park. Okay. D- all right. Since you're a nerd, you'll appreciate this. So of course I fucking, you know, being a child of the nine, he's couldn't wait for vr to actually mature or whatever and i tried like higher end setups back like back in 2015-16 tried the vive uh you know it's like that's amazing but i don't have a giant space and you know a three thousand dollar gaming uh gaming pc to do this right got the oculus quest 2 right (laughs) buddy i've actually gone out multiple times now i've done vr open mics and i gotta tell you it's uh, that to me is better than zoom. I, I that's gotta I, be better than zoom. Cause like you're like, even though it's like, you have like little wee cartoon characters as your avatars. It's like you have, <laughs> you still have like the spatial awareness of feeling like you're, you've done VR before. So, yeah. you know, like you, you genuinely feel like you're in a place doing something as opposed to, you know, looking into a camera and it's a flat two dimensional thing. It's like, no, you feel a 3d environment and they do a good job with the whole spatial audio. So it's like when you hear people in the, audience like responding to you you kind of know where it's coming from so here's my thing with the zoom thing and we like twitch stream the show and all yeah. this stuff like is um like if someone on the other end of an internet connection is laughing there's latency yes how do they account for that because that fucks with me and that's why i hate that's why i won't do zoom comedy i'm like it's weird i'm like no yeah, one's paying it, attention to you. Like, and if they do, the laughs come in like three seconds late. It it took me like I'm because I again like that. It's funny you mentioned like that. I've struggled with it because I've done about four of these open mics. I've struggled with it, and like I, the best thing to do is just power through. I mean, especially if you're doing stuff like that, you if you're it's stuff that you're trying out, like yeah, wait for the response. But if it's stuff that you know kind of works, and you're using that to like get to another thing that you've been working on, then you could just power through that because you already know kind of that you're going to get a good response from it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, yeah. One cool thing we did over the summer was um, somebody was doing Zoom comedy, uh, and I can't think of his name, but we had his Zoom comedy like come into our live show really because we had a comic who was doing both so like then basically how'd you do you had a screen set up and you're just like well yeah. they had their phone and i just held up the phone while the comic that was on the show was performing for a live audience and then that was on like the zoom show oh so I then see. the zoom got audience it. got to see the live audience and i was like that was kind of cool that so. is kind of cool yeah. Do you think Zoom Zoom comedy is going to stick around in some way, shape, form? I don't know. I was open up? probably, but I think it'll no. 
It'll, I don't. I think I think it will, so, but it's going to be like it's going to be. It's definitely going to be dwindled, and it's only going to be like the cream of the crop of whatever Zoom comedy became. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll see like smatterings of it for yeah. the next year. I think everybody wants to go the fuck outside. They do. Right. They do. I do think like things like out in the open mic. Uh, I think because I did that on Saturday. That was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, had, like forty. I love. There. I love shitting on. Like, though. Like, I, fucking, <laughs> I fucking love doing it like it's just no like it was cool they did that like we ran so so chicago fight club like we kind of we like this started out as like southern playlisted comedy then yeah. turned into chicago fight club because we were doing it at our house like yeah. so that's how all this started up was last summer and it was when you could only have 10 people in your house or whatever and like everything was still shut down but i have a huge outdoor space so we started Fight Club because I was like, yo, like. You have a huge outdoor space. Way to go, buddy. Yeah, in Wicker Park. Yeah. In Wicker Park. Fucking Look at flag. you. Wow. Fucking, fucking hell yeah. No, dude. Like, That's so, what you get for doing a job only 30 people do. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. But like, so we have this big outdoor like balcony space and we're like, cool, we're going to have like 15 people over. And it was like, don't tell anyone like low key. Like, and we, there were a bunch of rules. Like you had to like message me on Instagram and come through the back door which is in an alleyway between two dumpsters. And like, so it was kind of like, just like, all right, fight club. Cause we had all these fucking rules. Like, <laughs> so that's how all this stupid shit started. That is great. I didn't know that was the Genesis of the name or the, uh, the, uh, the backstory of the name for Chicago fight club. Yeah. Well, yeah. We ran out of Southern comics. That was the other, that thing. was the other <laughs> thing. Yeah. I, I know Ricardo and Gulo, he did it. And like that, I was just like, dude, why aren't they doing uh, Southern playlist. Like he said, cause how many Southern comics do you know? I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It worked great for about three months. <laughs> <laughs> it just, we just burned yeah. right to the whole and this my headlining again. <laughs> okay. So wait back to going to Atlanta and you're, you're huffing Coca-Cola fumes. Yeah. Uh, what else did you eat buddy? Cause I, I know it began with waffle house, but where else did, it's Atlanta. Like, that's like a dream place for me because, you know, strip club guy and fucking. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and fat, ridiculous, terrible food. Like, those, those two things are in Atlanta. So, you know, you're a White Castle fan. Oh, my God. Um, we don't have White Castle in the South. What? We have Crystals. The hell is that? It's White Castle. <laughs> With different brands? Yeah, it's like... Is it the same company? No, they're, they're like different companies. Like rallies and checkers? It's like that, but no, they're totally separate, but they're little square hamburgers. Oh, my God. And little deep-fried corn dogs that they call corn pups. Like, so I ate like seven of those. And what like, the... F Dude, you have given me a reason to go to the South more so than I had before. Well, the like, original wow. Crystals is in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That, which we, isn't that far away. Yeah, we so. spent a night there. Yeah, we were actually in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and Nashville. Did you do any comedy while you were out there? No, my cousin died. So, so yeah, that's not really the that's not really the best <laughs> fuel for uh, you know. Let, let me work a set in the wake. Like, let me just get that in there and like just dip out for a second and you know go to this open mic. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't like that. It was uh, go see my dead aunt's grave. Uh, go see my cousin. Like, it was really like a sad weekend. Um, so that's why I ate all the garbage food. So crystals are the original one in Chattanooga. Um, was, uh, it has a drive through. So it's like a Sonic. Like, oh they, yeah. They have okay. Sonic up here, right? Oh yeah, they do. I, by the way, it, it's dangerously close to my house. So that's the, uh, oh, do you live in Edgewater? Uh, no, the, well, I mean, it's the one that I go to is the one in Uptown. The so Uptown one, yeah. yeah. Well, Edgewater might as well, but so I live in, uh, I live in Buena Park, which is like 
still Lakeview. It's like the, whatever Buena Park is right in between Uptown and and Wrigleyville. Right. So it's like that like little nugget of land right there. So it's like it's walking distance. It's like maybe a ten minute walk for me. Ten minute yeah. walk. Oh, that's dangerous. Dude. Yeah. That's dangerous. Sonic is just. Yeah. Well, I'm at the corner of Division and Ashland and Milwaukee. Oh my God. So it's like there's a Popeyes. Yes. A Wendy's, a I was gonna say like that is a, <laughs> that's right. There's a Checkers that just opened up. The, I I'm I'm very happy that Chicago has a Checkers now. I'm well, hey, Checkers tastes like dog shit, dude. Dude, but like the like the their fries milks, are good. I was gonna say their milkshakes are insane. Like they're like this. Oh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take everything that Ben and Jerry's does. We're just gonna milkshake that for you oh i've never had one you never had one yeah they're like they're on the pricier side but they give it to you in a bucket right <laughs> and uh, they give you a siphon hose and it's just just don't do anything for the rest of the day and you'll be fine you uh, can't and, and that's not a choice you don't have an option to do anything when you're done with that bad boy oh just, you're just you're just stuck you know? they're stuck it's like pick yeah. a spot like you're yeah exactly it's like re- like really good weed the way i remember anyway i haven't smoked weed in like 10 years but uh you know Oh, Last, really? Yeah. Or no. Wait, what is it? It's 2021. So, yeah, 11 years now. Actually. Oh, you don't smoke weed? I don't smoke weed. Don't drink. Don't do any drugs. For 11 years? 11 years. 11 Drugs. So, so in 2010, I did coke for the last time and i did as smoked weed for the last time. And then drinking, I'm about three years away from that now. So, why are you still so fat? <laughs> That's a good question. You know why? Because food's the only thing I have left. It oh, really yeah. is. Like, and I've told people this before. It's just like it's when I went. So when I dropped weight, I went from 330 pounds down to 200. Right. Yeah. And uh, but the problem is like what I would do for my cheat day instead of eat foods was I was just like, all right, well, if I eat foods, that's counterintuitive. Right. You know, because I'm trying not to do that. So let me drink instead for my cheat day, you know, because that could have possibly be a problem. So now <laughs> I'm losing all this weight, but I'm becoming a dangerous alcoholic, which is why I moved away from New York. Moved to Philly, and then eventually I moved to Chicago. See, see you keep going to these places that are, like, you're going to be fat there. Like, Of like, course, dude. Like the food. The food's dude, delicious. The like, food's delicious. But, like, come on, Chicago is not known for healthy eating. Philly, my God. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could fry that many foods and cover it in cheese. They figured out a way, son. Dude, they figured out a way. Back when it was still a thing, I had a, I worked at Hahnemann Medical Center at Drexel. Okay. God, and we'd stay like right like downtown and they had that fucking food market or whatever i think that you could go to yeah they just had it was like an open air fucking funnel cake like fucking just like utopia my god it was just yeah was, that's pretty rough. i just walked through there every day you'd get like just a, a foot long sandwich like a philly and a fucking like waffle ice cream cone on oh the way god. to the hospital on the way to the hospital <laughs> you know what because if you keep eating like that eventually you're going to be going to the hospital anyway well, I, know, <laughs> I know that's for work but uh you know sometimes you can go to the hospital for pleasure oh dude sometimes. well between like you know just like my body failing me and my life threatening like food allergies that's why i love working at hospitals i'm generally with you're, you're covered yeah yeah like the like i'll like i'll i might i might chance it on a food i might have like an allergic reaction to if i'm in the office that day so you were mentioned before about D and D, right? yeah uh talk to me a little bit about D and D. like it's to me it's like to this day like I know a little bit more about it now. It just seems so intimidating to me. 
Like I've wanted to do it at one point, but I was just like, okay, this is a lot. I don't get it. Well, I, I mean, really... last year was really the time to do it. I, think. I of course, yeah, I last mean, when you had nothing else to do. Yeah, so. no, I mean that's why I got back into it. Um, and I know people like were playing it over Zoom, like this, and like, but like before pandemic, pre-pandemic, I knew people who would play it over Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a really cool uh, app called Roll Twenty. Uh, (laughs) where uh, you can play online with people. Um, No, I fucking love D&D. You roll dice, you make up characters. Um, I do my own campaigns um, where I just rip off, like, next generation storylines. That's fantastic. And I'm just like, like, I'm like, most people don't remember, like, watch Star Trek Next Generation, I think, that are my age. Yeah, which is good though. So, I'm glad you do. Yeah, like that was I. I remember. I remember like smatterings of watching it when I was younger. Yeah, because like, that was when it came on. You know, and, uh, I'm you know an old man, so yeah. Yeah. Next generation. For this last one, I actually ripped off Star Trek Discovery, uh, really? the new series. Um, yeah, that's the one on CBS, right? Yeah, or all the, access. Yeah. How is that series? It's not good. It's not. Yeah. Man. So I basically fixed their time travel conundrum. Why? What's their time travel conundrum that they uh, set up in the show? Because uh, I know a bit about Trek lore and history, so yeah. You know. I mean, basically, they travel through mushroom space, like <laughs> they, mushroom the space. mycelial network. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they travel through mushroom space, and um, yeah, it's pretty stupid. Like, like it's like time's not a circle in this universe. Like, okay, like they can transition into different like planes of like time and space, like. Like, they're not, like, connected, but they are. Like, they're not connected in a time sense. They're only connected in, like, an emotional sense. Like, it's so stupid. Guys, here's me. <laughs> hit me up at the Epicite podcast at Gmail, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. MC Lightsey is showing me just what levels of nerd I haven't reached yet, and uh, it's fucking awesome, though. I love it. Well, I how much time it, you got left? Uh, what do you mean how much time I got left? Well, to, like, reach your full... Fucking nerd, like full nerd, like not that much, and you know what I'm happy about that. Like I, and not even in a negative way. You know, comments like, "Oh, I can't wait to die." Like it's not that I can't wait to die. It's just like there's so many things that I wanted to do that I was able to do in my life. That it's like if I found out that tomorrow I only had X amount of time left, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm okay. That's that makes sense for me. I'm good. I'm I'm good." Like I I go to sleep every night either content or happy i've never how I've, do you wake up what do you mean like do you wake up gasping for air son <laughs> <laughs> how else should i be waking up what you mean i can have a restful night's sleep he just he teed me up for this this is good this is what i like about former fatties we they could they by the way they he gets a pass because he he used to know what it was like to have to tie his shoes in stages. <laughs> I'm having a hard time swallowing right now. So he's had to know that. So he's allowed to poke fun at me. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I had asthma too. So I was fat. And so you were fat asthma. with allergies and asthma and, and I smoked asthma. cigarettes and smoked cigarettes. I used to smoke. Did you quit smoking? Uh, yeah. I, I usually chew on nicotine gum. Like we're doing the podcast now, so I can't chew on it. Yeah. And I'm like about to freak the fuck out. I quit. So yeah, I quit. Uh, I quit. I quit all this. So 2011 is when I quit smoking cigarettes. So 2010 was Coke and weed. And then 2011 or no, I'm doing that backwards. Hold on. 2011 was Coke and weed. And I wasn't even doing it that regularly, but 2010 was when I quit smoking cigarettes. You quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I used the uh, nicotine lozenges. Dude, have you ever tried those? Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. I didn't realize your mouth could burn. And I'm a chili head. I didn't know that my mouth could burn like that. Dude, so I'm the only, like, it doesn't fuck with my mouth. 
Really? It does. Everyone's like the gum burns. So I'm like, I'm like maybe the first couple. Like if I don't use them for like a week, yeah, I'll, I'll go like a week at a time and not and, use them. And how about the gum? Like does the gum fuck with you at all? Or mm, I love no? the gum. I love fucking gum? love the gum. Yeah. Just don't get the cheap shit. The cheap shit burns my mouth. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you do Nicorette like the, the yeah, the, uh, yeah, not the store the brand. Blue box, the bright blue box, bright yeah. blue box, and Nicorette. Guys, this edition of the Epic Cheat Day podcast is brought to you by Nick Red. Quit smoking now. You're hurting your parents. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's good, though. Congrats. How long now? Uh, I mean, the. <laughs> I mean, let's say Nick Red. I mean, you're still adjusting nicotine and it's not the best. Yeah, thing. I haven't bought a pack of cigarettes in a year. Congratulations. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, I may have dabbled every now and then. Yeah. But it's tough. Ever man. since I quit drinking, though, like I'm just like I don't smoke. Like yeah. that was the only time I would smoke was when I drank. Was when you drank. I, that happened. So when I quit smoking, what I did was for that first month or so, uh, from when I quit, like I didn't drink that whole month because I was like I knew that if I drank, it would be like right back to the starting. Like well, I remember one time I quit, dude, and I drank like the next day, and I didn't smoke a cigarette. And really? I thought I had it, and this was like three years ago. Oh wow. And I was good for like three months, and this was when I first started getting in shape. And like, yeah. it literally would have killed me to go to the gym and smoke cigarettes at the same time. Yeah, cardio and smoking don't mix. Dude, uh, like funniest thing about that. Yeah, it's, I still feel it. Like to this day, I'm just like, I wish I never did it. But and for like three months, I could do it, and then I just had one cigarette when I was drinking one time. Wow. Just, it just, yeah. Then it was, it was done. So, so then it just became. Then I moved to Chicago and I became like pretty much like like now you're from Atlanta, right? I'm from well, I'm from a small town in yeah. Georgia that no one's ever heard of. Um, but yeah, I moved to Atlanta when I was like 14. Um, okay, and just never looked back. So and then you moved to Chicago and smoked. Well, I lived all over the country. The last really decade. okay, yeah, I lived in Nashville, Kansas City, Charleston, South Carolina, L.A., Chicago. I was going to say, like, that's a lot of South. Yeah, yeah, a lot of mid I wonder why you had a Southern <laughs> Beach show, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd, like, Atlanta was home base. I'd go different places for a couple years and then totally. go back to Atlanta. And then I had a job one year where I flew out of, like, what, 52 weeks in a year. I flew 50 times. Really? Like, Jesus. So I guess 100 times if you count the trip back. But I flew every week. Like, I was never... Wow. Um, so. Also, when you actually, you know, do make it big with comedy and, you know, you go out and you start doing all that road <laughs> shit, that's not going to phase you. Okay. Dude, I don't know. Like, I fucking, I haven't left Chicago since I've been up here, though. Two years, I haven't left Chicago. Really? And then I got on the plane this weekend and I wanted to fucking die. Because, A, the airports are fucking packed out. Like, no one's social distancing. No one's. Really? Fucking, half the people aren't wearing fucking masks. Like. I'm just oh, like, yeah, because you're getting people from parts of the country that didn't know coronavirus was happening. Well, yeah. well here's the thing. I went. I was, I was going to Georgia, and I thought it was going to be bad. It's the same as Chicago. Really? Like, you got to wear a fucking mask when you go inside. Wow. Like, someone yells at you if you don't. Like, okay, but, like, all right, so I had friends that went down to Nashville, right? They were, like, they, they showed me a video of, like, a karaoke night. This was, like, a couple months back when things were still. And, like, dude. You would not know that there was a pandemic anywhere in the world. I was just like, holy shit. They're like, yeah, they've never heard of COVID here. They yeah. just haven't. They This is this is just how they are. I'm like, holy shit. Well, and naturally, she got COVID. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I was in Chattanooga, which is still Tennessee. Yeah. And still pretty trashy. I, and I can say that I'm from there. Yeah, exactly. You can and, dog your own city. You're allowed to hey, do that. Yeah, no, it was... Um, 
Like they wore masks inside though. Now I don't know about bars. I didn't go to any bars. Yeah. But, like in restaurants and everywhere else, like people had masks on. Like, okay. It was like it. It seemed fine. And here, like I ride the fucking train everywhere. Like the homeless people don't have masks on here. Like, yeah. I mean, I saw. Uh, I mean, uh, to, to I saw more maskless people in Chicago though, because there's so many homeless than I did in Chattanooga, because they don't have that issue. And guys, this is really what the podcast is about. Listen, if you got a, sp- a few spare dollars, donate to some of your local charities that help the homeless. Uh, yeah, dude, I was homeless for two years of my life. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. Well, I was. What? How homeless were you? Like, I, like I was street bound homeless for six months. Yeah. And then I, uh, I was in the shelter system for a year now. Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I did the full, I did the full lap around the homeless circle. You that did was, a, uh, I did the, I did the couch thing. The couch thing. I did the. I mean, cou- that's still a nerve wracking place to be in. I mean, you know, you don't have your own place. Yeah. Let's be honest. Well, you know, and that was like, and that was when I was like really like into drugs and. Like, and I just and funny how those two things have uh, <laughs> they, they sometimes go inside, huh? Well, I did the couch thing, and it was yeah. it was pretty chill. Like you know, you're sleeping on someone's couch. Oh, really? I'm but mad. I I just like I remember I had a and I had a car. Yeah. So I don't ever think you're like homeless, homeless if you have a car. Yeah, because it's kind of like it's a mobile shelter. I mean, that's you know. It's, but I uh, had no money for gas, so we just sat there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that makes it more like a house than a car at that point. Because it's either that or it's a, just a giant block of metal. Yeah, so yeah, no two thousand Volkswagen Jetta, like yeah, old man. That's, that's that's. I mean, like even though that's technically better than homeless, like that is not a comfortable night's sleep. Like oh, there's no. no, not at all. Well, that's why my back's all fucked up. Like I can barely move right now. And I think it's because I fucking slept on couches and cars. For- that'll that'll do it for me. It was a uh, shit. I it took me a while. Like after I got off the streets when I was in the uh, when I got into what's what was called transitional housing, which was um, after the house. shelters. Well, so like so like you move you go into the shelter system and then they get you into and you have to you have to make sure that you're you know, you're sober. You're not fucking up with that. For a little bit, they get you into what's called transitional housing and transitional housing. It's the organization, um, the homeless organization. They they're they have like these apartments set up where they'll take one or two people. They'll give them they'll put them in there and then you're you have but you have no rights to that apartment at all um, or to that room at all. And uh, and basically uh, you stay there until you're you get you have to get at least a year's worth of sobriety before you can move into one of these, uh, like where the, it was called New York, New York housing. It's like this program for uh, people who are formerly addicted or people suffering from mental illness who are homeless. Uh, they have these um, SRO. It's, I'm giving you so many acronyms right now. Yeah. So they have these. So basically, <laughs> basically what it is, is pro it's uh, it's actual housing for the homeless, mentally ill and drug addicted. But you have to transition from the shelters into that, and they put you in what's called the transitional housing program. And those things are generally not the best places to live, but it's a roof over your head. So, And it took me, I would say, two months to not feel cold. And it was in the summer. Like, it was, like, August, and I was still wearing a hoodie all the time because I still, like, felt weirdly cold. 
yeah from that like that and yeah oh in terms of like the back and stuff like that like i used to sleep on the train a lot and like because of the rattling like i wake up every morning with like my jaw would just be inflamed with pain because you know my mouth would hang open and it would yeah. just like clang against itself this this went this took a sad <laughs> turn didn't it what else are we gonna talk about you're supposed to get wait isn't the whole point of this you're supposed to piss me off and i'm supposed to yell and rant uh i mean more or less it's a show about conflict but i mean this is really your thing the like we're like we're on the cheat day stuff. Uh, we're on the cheat day. We are on the cheat day yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, there's a lot of conflict with cheat days because you know some people. I mean, I've been having a lot of them now. So right now, I, and I did this over the summer, and I had some pretty good uh, uh, made made some pretty good headway weight loss wise. So I'm doing intermittent intermittent fasting. I knew you now. were gonna. I knew you were gonna fucking say that. Of like, course, every but, fat person just tells me how great intermittent fasting. I'm not. Is. No, I'll, the last thing I'll say is great. Oh fuck no! I do. Do you know how? on edge i am all the time no it's not great <laughs> here's what i like about it though what i do like about it is the fact that it's something i can very easily wrap my head around and i don't really have to think about as much as the other things so it's like oh, okay don't shove something into my fat fucking head for a day yeah. i can do that so i do it every other day do you so, do, well i was gonna say it's like do you do like the 16 hour thing? no no, no it's a, a just 24 on 24 off. oh that's what you do yeah oh shit yeah. I, I could never do that i did it um, yeah, and it worked when I was uh, about six months. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I did uh, about three months before, and then I got COVID, and then I just ballooned back up because I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna die, so why not just yeah. eat cake all the time?" It works well, I think, when you're bigger. Like yeah. when I like I started to see, and I think it works well for a lot of bigger people. And yeah. it's, and it's the same thing I do with my workout plan, though. It's like I'm too stupid to like do a workout plan like yeah like the smartest thing you can do like anyone is just admit when you don't know shit about yeah. what the fuck you're doing 100 i don't know anything about working out never have like i'm an athletic guy like but really well, did you actually like play sports or whatever yeah or yeah and then i quit growing like oh what sport was like sport? i was like good at basketball like i was on the really? basketball team uh, i played golf uh which sounds really bougie, but it's not when you're yeah, from it, it, it looks like one of the most difficult things I've ever seen in terms of just skill level. Yeah, like no, like my dad like got me just like his I used his old golf clubs. Like and wow, my dad's okay. like was like six two, so I was like four foot five, like as a little kid, just choked up on these like big ass golf clubs. <laughs> he wasn't gonna buy me any, we didn't have money for that. Like now you just go hit golf balls uh in the backyard. Uh, nice. I played football, I played baseball, like all that. Wow. Like, that's the one thing I that's the reason I wasn't like a four hundred pound kid. Was that's I, also the reason like that just takes your nerd cred down a little bit dude yeah like me like i i have no what you call coordination like i so like i never played any sports i swam though when i went to when i went to summer oh camp, you can I swim really i can't swim really so like at all me. like if you I can, I can barely doggy paddle wow okay yeah i just i can't do it i don't know why like i think it's because my sister tried to drown me when i was a kid like that I could do it like trauma yes uh, certain <laughs> types of trauma could dissuade people from wanting to pursue certain things yeah so, yeah, yeah makes I all the sense in the world yeah i don't fuck with it uh i don't fuck with water in general <laughs> he's like i don't drink it uh when i take a shower it's just in gatorade it's uh, not oh are we showering <laughs> <laughs> i thought we canceled that in 2020 i thought yeah 
right? God. And that's going to be, well, once the water, you know, the water wars happen, which it's going to be soon. <laughs> Dude, Chicago is well suited for the water wars, though. We really are. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Totally. I, that one of the, one of the, because I, you know, again, I'm, I'm an insane person. One of the reasons why I wanted to move to Chicago was because I'm like, okay, it's a non-coastal city. Because I know, I know with the way the weather's trending, like whether and whether it's man-made or not, like everybody has their own take on it. It's like, of course, we've contributed to this, but like, whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you're on the if you're in a coastal city, fucking forget about it. You got maybe ten years left. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the train's already flooded in New York. Like, yeah. I mean, they're still like fucking like half the line. Like everyone's like Chicago's not New York subway system. I'm like ours is better right now. They're yes. all fucking shut down right what now. Mean, right when I moved here, I when I saw the subway system because like especially coming from Philly, fucking forget about it. Philly has oh, two train God. lines. It's and they also have like weirdly they have trolleys that go underground. Philly's just weird. Okay, New York though. When I came to Chicago, it was just I knew that at least that you guys have like the another. It's like New York, DC, and uh, Chicago have like the three biggest train systems and the yeah. uh, subway systems. And I don't drive, so that public transportation is very important to me. Hell so, yeah, I don't drive either. Yeah, fuck yeah. like fuck, fuck that. Like I, and it's and, not because I can't. Like yeah, like I just fucking hate driving. Yeah, and I fucking I tr- hate cars. I tried it like I didn't learn how to do it until a lot later in life. Because, again, oh, funniest thing about it, but when you're in psych wards all the time and homeless, not the biggest priority is to get your driver's license. <laughs> biggest fucking shock, right? So, uh, yeah, so when I finally decided to try to do it, I was just like, I hate every second of this. This is just fucking sucked. I, so it, even though it kind of, like, fucks me up in terms of moving. But um, so I came to Chicago, and I saw the trains. was just like, everything about the system you guys have here just like it was better than new york's like and just like oh you know what time the train's actually gonna come oh wait oh you have you have trains that actually stop going at certain times it's fucking that's the only bad part but other than that like everything else about it is better everything yeah Yeah, the bus i like the buses here buses here are good too i I usually take the bus more than i do the train you're over here though you're i mean that makes sense too because you're over here with the uh well, we got the the ninth, the best bus in the city. It goes north, like the north south bus, the Ashland bus. Ashland bus. So yeah, I was like, I know, I've taken the nine before, which yeah. is the north south. Yeah, dude, you got Ashland. like the nine, the seven, and you're right, it 50, cuts 30, all the way through. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like so you got three bus lines that basically go in any cardinal direction. So Absolutely. It's like, why yeah. the fuck would you even try to take the train? It's true. Like, yeah, I, I've noticed that too. Like, I've definitely done the buses more. The only time I did was when I was working down in the loop. Then I would take the red line down because it yeah. was just like that was just easier and faster. But, uh, you know, in terms of like buses, yeah, the, the bus yeah. system is robust. Speaking like, of losing process. weight, have you thought about getting a bike? I, I can't. So, okay. So, strange. First of all, I fucking hate bikes. Um, <laughs> okay, so, no, but strangest thing about that. Um, and in terms of weight loss, like I've, I've become realistic with myself about it too. I want to get to a point where I'm just like comfortable yeah. and which is like, I don't want to be ripped or shredded. I just want to get to, if I get to about 220, that's the one I'm still comfortable when I've been less than that. Yo, I, I've been a mess psychologically. Yeah. But Derek, here's yeah. the thing. Like the more muscle you put on, yeah, you'll look skinnier. Yeah. And then you can eat more. I get that. No, no, I get, I, I 100% get that. I completely understand. And like the way I look at it, it's like, okay, uh, I could always readjust my thinking when I get to that point. But when I got down to 200 pounds, like I was also, a, you know, an impressive alcoholic when I was 200 pounds. So I think that, 
probably change my perspective on that. But like for me, it's like my goal right now is like, let me be able to get my pants on and not have to worry about, you know, breathing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> let me not have to like factor that into the equation. You know, once I'm able to do that, then I'll figure I'll reevaluate and readjust as needed. Um, but uh, yeah, that's I've, that's wild. Like, so you don't drive because I think because yeah. cars are the reason most people are fat. Like, let's yeah. I, and if I told you how much I walk, you'd be like this, dude. How much are you eating exactly? Oh, it's a lot. I'm sure. I'm a I'm a walker. Like I'm from New York, and like you know, growing up in New York, and New York's a walking city. That's one of the reasons why I love Chicago. This is one of my favorite. Sit, like as a hobby walking it's so, so it's flat like, dude you can walk is. everywhere it people is. don't walk here which like why do like i visually do not understand. and visually it's changing constantly yeah. yeah no like i do not understand how if you live in the city you own a car because a yeah it's i did the math like first yeah. of all i did the math it's cheaper to uber everywhere yeah. than it is to own a car yes yeah. in the city now once you get out of the bourbon stuff like totally different completely but yeah, if totally. you're within like a quarter mile of a train station which most of us are yeah like why are you not doing that yeah, yeah. doesn't like, make sense just walk I, everywhere even in the winter like, even in the winter like i've like when i first got here was, i actually walked from my hotel down uh magnificent mile up here uh on uh milwaukee and yeah. it was like fucking five degrees out and i'm like i don't care like i want to explore the city so when i go for a walk my average walk is um now i've cut down now it's anywhere between three and five miles a day um uh, but typically it's about seven or eight miles a day yeah and it's just like i'll pick like a, a far off destination like for, from where i live in uh buena park like i'll walk all the way up to devon and then i'll just walk back and that's about seven and a half miles right there yeah um and i love it though but i love this city so much that this is it, it's great for me i like it yeah no i guess like like that's the thing like the like the whole COVID thing like i'm yeah. stuck at home like i haven't been walking as much like, Which, that's, that's good and that's good. why i've kind of yeah. like i haven't like again it's like five pounds but you know yeah like you kind of you probably get this on some level like once you're like fat and you get skinny like your biggest fear is like getting fat again yeah yeah like, like that's and my i've done thing. it multiple times now where it's just like every time i start putting on weight again it's like when is this gonna stop when am i gonna stop this well i think this last time i did it like something was different like the way i went about it was different i went about it a healthy way like i didn't try to just like not eat carbs yeah I wasn't, I wasn't trying you need to carbs. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to do like the, just lose it fast so I can yeah. eat thing. Like, like I legit just worked out and did weight watchers. Totally. Just like, and I was like, and then I figured out, Oh, all weight watchers is this calorie counting. Well, it's vegetables. Like <laughs> they redid the system. They're like, they're like, Oh, you can have all the vegetables you want. And I'm like, vegetables, uh, <laughs> 25 years of this. And I never thought and vegetables, to eat vegetables. Yeah. And then What's it, your veggie of choice? Uh, the mixed veggies, like I love the frozen mixed veggies. Yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of food allergies. Also, my my favorite is uh, Brussels sprouts. Oh my god! I didn't find that or whatever. Yes, the caramelized. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are amazing. I didn't know about Brussels sprouts until I was an adult. Oh, my really? mom, yeah, my mom never made them. I didn't know about them. I, see, I, I never. My whole family's fat. My, yeah. my dad's fat. <laughs> my aunt's fat. Like yeah. everyone in my family's fat. They're all alcoholics. They're all drug addicts. Like it's a trifecta. My dad's. A fat. And you wonder why he's a stand-up comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they all got like the trifecta going on. So it's like, well, um, maybe I should do what none of them did, which was eat vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, like they yeah, the what what a concept, right? Yeah. When I when I did the the 
330 to 200 pound thing. Like I literally, I, 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 I like full on constructed a whole entire new way of eating for myself. But in that process, like I found out about all these foods that I really liked that were actually really good. You know, like, like I, you know, like, like just avocado, like again, it's sparingly because avocados are calorie dense food, but like, but like I never really messed with them before. So adding that is like a, you know, it's like more of a filling food as opposed to, you know, pork chop. It's uh, probably better for you than a pork chop. <laughs> well, it depends on how you cook the pork chop. That's true. I mean, you know, I mean, if you're not frying the pork chop, then are you uh, really eating a pork now chop? Now I want a pork chop. I like, I keep coming to these podcast recordings the last two weeks. I hadn't eaten at all yet Re- like, last oh, week. Geez. I hadn't eaten at all. This time, today I've had a, I can't have peanut butter. Uh, so I had a sunflower butter sandwich. That's what, what I've had. How does, it, how does sunflower butter taste? Does uh, it taste like sunflower seeds or they try I to like. I think that it tastes to- like peanut butter. Cause it's okay. been, cause I have had, I haven't had peanut butter since I was a kid. I got the peanut allergy late in life. I was just about to ask you, like, did you ever have peanuts? Yeah. Like yeah. Those? I used to have everything. And then I like some weird shit happened in my body and now I can't have most foods that you would think uh, taste good. Oh, it's so weird. What are your allergies? Uh, peanuts, tree nuts, chocolate, shellfish, fin fish, um, uncooked fruit, uncooked vegetables, um, I think that's about it. So all you can eat is McDonald's. Jesus Christ, you are doing that's great. How I, I was gonna thank you. I was gonna say you're doing a hell of a good job for that. You have like three options left. That and whatever they call food that Seven Eleven serves. I've eaten full meals at Seven Eleven, by the way, more times than I care to fucking count. Oh yeah, Jesus. no, most of my meals in this in this city are Seven Eleven roller foods and uh, Ben and Jerry's ice foods. cream, dude. Buffalo chicken roller. Oh, my God. What is... I didn't even... Here's how stupid I am. I didn't even realize there was, like, a sauce in those until, like, a year after I'd been eating them. Really? Like, there's, like, a blue cheese sauce. Like, like so, yeah, like, like, they have the little... cup. They do charge more for it, but, yeah, they have the blue cheese dipping sauce. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking... No, inside it. There is? In the roller. There's blue cheese sauce inside the roller. I didn't know that. I just thought the ones that I got that were like wet in the middle. I thought they were just, <laughs> yeah. they, were, they just were, they were, those were rare. No. Those were the medium rare chicken rollers. And that's why they were like, who would have guessed? Oh, those fucking insane geniuses. You know what? That also explains their flavor profile too. Oh man! The more you know, I'm totally getting chicken rollers. The more you it's know. happening. You know what though? You know what sucks is that that's one of those products that I've never like. If a company makes them, you know, commercially at a grocery store, I've never seen them in the. No, I don't section. think you can get those. So the only way you're getting them. So here's what I did. I, I, <laughs> I, I so like you know they have like they used to back in the olden days. Uh, of the olden days of a year and a half ago, 7-Eleven, they would have like self-serve for the hot food, right? So what I did was, I, I it sounds horrifying, it tastes delicious, and you probably should only do this three times in your life. So I took a hot dog roll, put the uh, put the chicken roller in there, chili cheese on that son bitch. Amazing. Uh, no. Amazing. That sounds horrible. It, it, it sounds horrible. It is horrible. But it's so, so, so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo chicken roller. Chili cheese buffalo chicken roller on a hot dog roll. All right. Well, you answered my question, Derek. How are you still so fucked? <laughs> 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 it's like magic. I ate an entire chocolate babka. 
in one sitting. Not is this just like ago. this week? Like, are, are these all just I'm just coming through like, like everything for this week. Um, dude, Bobka is one of those. Well, you got, well, you know, you said Blair Bakes. Like that's one of those things. Like I've, I, you know, I, I know for a fact it's every, any recipe I've seen for it is just yeah. Can you cook? Ridiculous. I, I cook a little, I dabble, you know what I mean? Like I could do certain things like I do meatballs, uh, you know, frying is easy. Fry, you could fry yeah. anything. You know, it's what, why people learn that first is because it's one of the most basic ways to cook. Um, let's see. I, I started messing with doing slow roasted pork recently because I got a slow cooker. Uh, uh, you on an instant pot? You got an instant? Pot? I got it. I got. Well, yeah, it's a it's it's a glorified rice maker. So that's I all I use pot. mine for. Is like sometimes I'll put chicken in the rice. Yeah, exactly. And but just, mostly you're using it for for slow cooking, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you use it only for the rice, rice cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fine. I mean, look, you know, you're getting with. You know what I'm getting into now? So oddly enough, my favorite food is sushi. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. I fucking. I love used sushi. to love it. I can't have it anymore. I know that. Dude, that that's when you said when you said uh, uh, what's we call it um, uh, shellfish. I'm just like, yeah, it's a common allergy. But when you said finfish, I'm like, that's all the fish. The ocean is off limits to you. Yeah, generally speaking, yes. Man, oh my god, you could fight Aquaman. I or could. no, actually no, no, you no, I no, he would no. instantly kill you. He is your weakness, Jesus. That's fucked uh, up. yeah, no, like it's it sucks. I eat like six things, but luckily <laughs> Blair Blair eats the same six things. Okay, well, is, is hers for allergies or just diet? She just doesn't like them. I'm like cool. <laughs> she says it's funny. It's like we want to go out and eat. It's like well, there's about there's, four places. Like we can usually both find something. Well, you mentioned Chicago though. Diner before, which for vegetarians, but I mean yeah. none of that. It's what anybody would consider. Nothing on their menu I would consider healthy. And I, I, I was no. like, I, I, but that's why I can eat. I'm just like, their food is fucking delicious. Buddy. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, uh, there is a segment on the show that uh, I do want to do with you. And I put a little twist on okay. some of mine. Uh, it's called Bad Podcast Ideas. So. I already know mine's going to be on that. So fucking go ahead. <laughs> uh, listeners of the show are quite familiar uh, with these. Uh, I didn't write down my list. Um, I, I wrote mine down. So, um, you know, he, yeah, MC Lightsy, uh, he prompted me to do this for my listeners uh, who are now his listeners. Um, we're going to be doing a segment, like you said. Of, and so I got my list of five bad, co- bad podcast ideas here. Okay, all right. I'm going to go first. Um, So I've got Pizza Puff Daddy. It's a podcast where Sean Combs takes you through uh, making some hand-tossed pizzas. That's that's good. Um, I like that. Uh, I got, for my first one, I got The Scene Stealers, a group of six improvers, voice improv, act out history's greatest heists. Oh, oh, I, I see what you did you there. You see what I, I did, see there, what you right? did there. Um Oh fuck, I didn't write mine down. What was my other ones? I had some really good ones too. Do you want me to fill the dead air with one of my other ones? Uh yeah, you work on yours. And sure. I'm, I'm gonna look for mine. <laughs> so I got one minute critics, critiques and deep analysis of the cultural impact of this week's hottest TikTok videos. <laughs> one minute critics. <laughs> Is that how I'm not? Are you on TikTok, Derek? No, like, but I almost got roped in because uh, I feel like we're too old for TikTok. We are too old for TikTok, but I was going to use that to my advantage because I really want a court White Castle sponsorship. 
obviously, right? So I was going to use the TikTok as a way to do that and just do stupid shit, just like shirtless, put barbecue sauce and honey mustard, one on each tit, and just dunk chicken rings in there and be like this. White Castle, <laughs> get at me. Sponsor the podcast. Sponsor the podcast, you know, because people like making fun of fat people. So, yeah. yeah. All um, right. I, I remembered one of my other ones. Sure. Hit me with uh, another one. From the window to the wall. <laughs> interior design ah that's good i like that i was just like i i i really hope this is this is where it's going and it didn't go where it thought it was gonna go but it went to a better place i got care bears for bears it's a care bear fan club magazine show with two large and hairy homosexual hosts oh care bear for bears care bear for bears all right. All right. All, all right. right. They can't all be winners, Derek. They can't all be winners. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, we're swinging for the fences here. Sometimes you strike out and sometimes you get a home run. You know what are you going to do? All right. All right. Next up. I got uh, I got hair of the dog. Hair uh, of the dog. Dog like- grooming tips for alcoholics. Genius. Yeah. Genius. A lot of alcoholics have dogs and that's not, they shouldn't be caring for things. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, alcoholics with dogs actually i had a neighbor and i was reminded of this when i went by my old house in atlanta he was like an old alcoholic and i would have to like rescue his dog for him every afternoon when i would walk my dog because his would get away because he'd just be drunk and one time the dude was so drunk his dog just yanked him over and he just fucking ate it and did not get up yeah that's and that's why you shouldn't be drunk and especially large pets that you know that's something that kills me in the city is seeing a lot of people with large dogs like and i get it there's because there there are a lot of houses that would have like ample space for the dogs to go outside and play but if if you have a one-bedroom apartment if you have two 60 plus pound dogs what are you doing what are you doing well you're doing what my neighbor does and he lets them out off leash in the alley behind my building Oh, because he, he doesn't really want to have them for that they, long. I get it. He's been doing it for a year and a half. Jesus Christ. But, like, those dogs are fucking mean, dude, and they fucking lunge at my dogs and my dog. Like, what my kind dog, of dogs do you have? Uh, I got a brown one and a white one. A brown uh, <laughs> You know, just, you know, you know, when you go to the pet store and they ask you for a dog, just a brown one. Yeah. I just, I like the color brown, and it's a dog, and, uh. That's awesome. Yeah, Brown their names are uh, Ben and Jerry, believe it or not. Ben and Jerry, you are a fat fuck. Oh, my God. Even though you lost weight, you still got the heart of the the barely beating heart of a fat well, man. Well, you know, you, you can take the fat kid out of the candy store. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this one, uh, the last one was kind of a whiff, but this one, I think I might redeem myself with this. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. The old adage, right? Yeah. Okay. A talk show featuring guests who had or still have venereal lice, a.k.a. crabs. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going to listen to these podcasts. No, no, no. You said bad podcast ideas. Like, they're they're as bad as you can get. Like, you know. Oh, like, God. I don't want PBS. I want public access. You know, you really took the bad part of that. To, uh, I, that's, to uh, listen, you, I, you give me an idea to roll with it. Um, what's your, what's next up for you? I got, I don't remember them. I, they're okay. on my, they're on my phone, which is being used to record you. So I got, okay. So <laughs> Wait, you have more? I got two more. Okay. This next one is called the dark side of dark. Okay. It's a round table of edgelords trying to out edgelord each other. 
The dark side of dark? Dark side of dark. All right. I think this bit's done. I think. All right, wait, I think wait, 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 one more. <laughs> one more. And guess what? There's the last one. A fat middle-aged Jew comic talks about his issues of being fat. It's called the Epic Cheat Day Podcast. Anyway. Yeah, bad podcast ideas. Bad everyone. podcast ideas. Uh, All three of my listeners, they knew it was a bad idea, but they still listen anyway. I do have more than three listeners. You have more than three? Yes, I do. We have a few. Uh, if you have any more bad podcast ideas, you can send them uh, to our Instagram page at Chicago Fight Club. Uh, see if yours is bad enough to make it onto the show. <laughs> well, I've got Have you guys gotten some like whoppers? Like, uh, we've gotten a couple from a couple uh, nice. Chicago comedians. Uh, Did you still want to talk about um, AEW and that bot? Yeah, segment? yeah, we do. Uh, let's transition to the uh, the more Fight Club uh, part of Aspect. this podcast. Okay. Um, just to recap for anyone who missed last week's episode, I had a meltdown about how bad the AEW pay per view was. It, it was brutal. It I was great. I haven't watched the rest of it. Apparently, from what I understand, it was one of the best American pay-per-views in a long time up until that moment. It was so amazing. It was, and I don't remember any of it. Because of that box. Because the ending was so bad. And we have the ending right here. We're going to play it for you real quick. Um, and while you're queuing that up, I just, so I haven't really watched wrestling during the pandemic because it's for me without the audience, it's really hard to watch. And I'm what's like, you know, how sports fans have fair weather. There's feather. You're a fair weather. I'm a fair, fan. like, yeah, it's like when the product is good, like I'll get into it. But then when I f- see it dip, it's just like, and it's been dipping, especially WWE has been like quality wise, the main roster show, not NXT, but the main show, the quality has been. I quit on WWE a couple years ago. I can't Once the, uh, what was the what was the last Raw storyline? It was the the cuckold storyline. Oh with, um, yeah, yeah, with um, uh, Miro, not Miro. Miro. Uh, yeah, what, no, uh, Miro. he's Miro now. But yeah. what, what was he? Uh, I don't know what he was. Rusev. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that like that was bad. And dude, you know what's crazy is that Paul Heyman was the guy who booked that. And it's uh, like Paul, like you have I, you well, you okay, New York, Philly, yeah. Chicago. You've seen ECW. I've though. seen it live, yeah, back in the day. That's pretty fucking crazy. So ECW is one of those things that as a kid was like the best thing. Yeah. Oh my god. It was so freeing, especially like as a wrestling fan, because we were used to because for me I watched both. Like I know a lot of people when I was a kid, they only watched WWF because I was the more mainstream of the two. But I used to watch WWF I watched as much wrestling as I possibly could. So I'd watch WWF. I would watch um um WCW, which before then that was when it was just uh uh, Crocker Promotions basically like they would put like like local wrestling on their TV, so it's like Georgia Championship Wrestling stuff yeah. like that. I'm saying very deep cut wrestling shit for guys who don't know anything about wrestling. What I'm basically saying is I'm a, I was and still kind of am a huge fucking wrestling. Nerd. If you look at our podcast metrics, like yeah. every episode where we start talking about wrestling it goes up, it stops. Oh, stops. Oh, good. So I'm glad. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm pretty sure that at this point, most uh, most of my three listeners would stop, too. So yeah. That, uh, yeah. But anyway, so it's like and, and then ECW came out. So wrestling was somewhat sanitized up until that point. And then ECW came out and like. I remember when I first saw it. I'll tell you what the thing that drew oh me in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Joey Styles. <laughs> one man. Everybody else needed two. He was just one guy. The thing that broke me was uh, Cactus Jack, a.k.a. Mick Foley, a.k.a. Mankind. He was in there, and um, 
He, he was feuding with a wrestler named Tommy Dreamer, and he was cutting a promo. And a promo for non-wrestling fans is basically it's like a one-way interview. where the And it's called a, promoter, a promo because they're promoting a future match. So basically, he's just talking about this other wrestler, and he's talking smack. They're supposed to be talking smack about each other. When I saw that promo, and he was mentioning, Uncle Eric, please take me back. I'm like, oh, my God, they're referencing other organizations? mind was blown i was instantly hooked and it would come on msg network madison square garden network <laughs> two o'clock in the morning on sundays not all the time so yeah, yeah, yeah. like you back in the day when you're just guessing on like if yeah. it's gonna be on. Like, like i stayed up for this fucking I yeah nick's rerun what do they show exactly. on msg tv they would like show like recaps of like the the new york kennel club like come on man like really dog show shit Trying to watch hardcore wrestling. Yeah. Man, it was uh, pretty crazy. So, yeah, I got to see it live. And then the guy who created ECW started uh, writing for WWE recently again. He did it before. He did it again. And he did this whole cuckold storyline, which drew, like, put if they were they were already hemorrhaging viewers that just made more people run away from the product yeah i mean paul Heyman's kind of a scumbag like at the end of the day if you oh look, my god if you yeah. look at like the end of ecw like yeah like, oh yeah he got the bag and everyone else got did, did you did, i mean like have you like done any deep dives into the I've shit done, that he I've did done to the keep youtube me, videos and stuff like Oh my God! Like like the the stuff that he did to, just to keep ECW afloat. Oh yeah, crazy, crazy. Like Dark could... Side of the Ring. Did you watch Dark Side of the Ring? No. Do... Oh, please. Yes. If you're yeah, watching, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Did you see the New Jack episode? Oh. Oh fuck yeah, dude. New dude, Jack. New I Jack. Love is... New Jack. Dude. New Jack's crazy. New Jack's <laughs> legitimately crazy. Like when people like, oh, like, New Jack still wrestles. He still wrestles. Like, dude. Okay, guys. If you guys don't know wrestling, if you don't know anything about wrestling, YouTube. Because it's weird. Because all the all the episodes are on YouTube. YouTube, Dark Side of the Ring, New Jack, and like New Jack almost killed a seventeen-year-old. Almost killed, and they sh they showed that clip in the in the Dark yeah. Side of the Ring episode. Almost killed a seventeen-year-old. Uh, what you call it? Beat an old man wrestler. Um, uh, beat him with a chair. Uh, I, I, oh, he stabbed the one. other guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's just like, and he still gets booked. He still gets booked if, because it's a yeah. Here's I, the thing: if somebody told me New Jack was gonna wrestle at the Logan Square Auditorium, yeah. I'd be there. Have you ever watched any indie shows out of uh, Logan Square? Yeah, I've, I've been to one. AAW, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 whatever the one they run there. Yeah, because they, they, they run a couple out of there, but AAW is like the big local. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. It is a good time. Yeah. Yeah, guys, if you want to see a fun show and you, you know, have any inkling towards wrestling, watch an independent show, a local independent show, because it's like it's 20 bucks and you're going to have a and fun And honestly, time. like those dudes, like aren't like they're generally like pretty good wrestlers too yeah still in school like they can do spots like it's not like totally like i mean you see a lot of bad wrestling on wwe which is one of the reasons i quit watching yeah, it's tough it's man. because they just want the biggest guys like aew which is what we're about to show this clip of is actually like far superior i think technical wrestling because it's a yes. lot of guys who just aren't big enough like darby allen is darby allen and come on darby allen's fucking amazing right? yeah Let's he's just honest. not yeah. big enough he's not one yeah. of vince's guys so yeah and that's and vince does that too it's like i mean the 
we could talk for hours about fucking the politics behind getting like WWE wrestlers who get over and the guys that you think should get over. Like, I mean, Vince McMahon didn't even want Daniel Bryan to get over like at that. all. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh really? One of the best the, pro- at the time, one of the best wrestlers of the last 20 years. He still is. Yeah. Like, he's the best. He's the best story post attitude era. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. what's a, what's a better storyline? WWE. I mean, post attitude era was, uh, the, the one that they had immediately after that was, uh, Lesnar. And yeah. with that, of course, he bots that one. That was on him. And then, you know, then they tried with Cena, which, by the way, in hindsight, like, I, I've become a Cena mark. Good old potato salad. Potato salad, John Cena, like, stumbling <laughs> around the fucking ring. I just, there's something endearing about the guy. Has I, he, I, well, he's he's big movie guy now. He's yeah. he's the movie man. Do he's you remember when he, he had that whole, like, when they were doing that whole thing with he and The Rock, and he was talking shit, like, I'm never going to leave this company. It's like, man, if you had that opportunity, you absolutely Dude, they, I mean, even anybody who's halfway, like, can halfway work a mic, or even if you can't, like, fucking Dave Batista's in fucking movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he was not a good pro. I hate, I, as a wrestler on all levels, I hate Batista. Like I, I don't, I never liked him. I got why he got the push. I never liked him as a wrestler, as an in-ring star, on the mic, anything about the character. I never liked Batista. I know. I can't tell you one thing about his character other than that he was jacked. Yeah. That's, and guess what? That was his character. Yeah. You know, to the point that when he was in developmental, do you know what his gimmick was? No. Leviathan. When he was in FCW, he was, uh, or I'm sorry, Ohio Valley Championship Wrestling. That's where that was the developmental for WWE. Jim Cornette used to book it, right? And uh, his character, like, they didn't know, he had no idea what else to do with him. But he's like, fuck it, we'll make him a monster. They called him Leviathan, and they gave him fake fangs. <laughs> and they, he wouldn't cut promos or anything. That's so boring. Of course it is. Every, everything about him is just boring. What, I'm even what thinking else are you going to do? I'm he thinking, has the look that Vince likes. That was, I'm thinking that was of this Amazon point. movie I watched that he was in, and I can't tell you anything about his character. Wait, is that the one where he gets, like, Lasix? I don't know, dude. I don't. <laughs> it's like I blanked. It was, just, it was noise in the background for. Uh, dude, I tried to watch it and I'm like, ah, oh, Batista. Man. So yeah, let's watch the AEW. Yeah, clip. let's, like, let's see this. this. All right. Is... So so anyway, <laughs> recap last week though, real quick. Yeah. Uh, we watched this. Get this pay per view. First pay per view I bought since middle school. First wow. Okay. Like I don't buy pay per views. I'm like I want to. I'm a huge Kenny Omega fan. Like, yeah. What hooked you into Kenny Omega? Ah, dude. Uh, The fucking, the fucking, his five-star match he had. Oh, with, uh, um, um, with, at at Wrestle um, Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Well, that's the guy's name that I've been blanking off. God, fucking, uh, the Rainmaker. Uh, Help me out here. Um, Okada. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so fucking Wrestle Kingdom. Rainmaker! Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom with Okada was fucking sick. It was. Sick. I saw that and that, and I hadn't watched wrestling since high school, and then I got like hooked to it again. So yeah, this that is, was an incredible match. So this is a clip. We're finally gonna switch to the clip, Christine. <laughs> 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 we can switch to the clip after I gave that. So Kenny Omega, story. this is an exploding ring match. Kenny Omega has beat the fuck out of him. There's a timer in the background. For when the ring's gonna explode. Yeah, and like so, the story behind this, if correct me if I'm wrong, is that Kenny Omega was talking about how he was gonna explode the ring, and this is Eddie Edwards coming in. Eddie right? Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. I'm sorry. Eddie, Kingston Eddie Kingston's his AEW name. Eddie Kingston's coming in to lay his body on top 
of uh, Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley. And that's... Ouch. That's the explosion. Like, yeah, so they build this as the entire ring's going to explode. The entire ring is going to explode, and then it's just a little... Yeah, it, it's basically like three people running around with sparklers. And they might Eddie as well Kingston have done it. is like is selling it. Like, this is, look at this. The announcers are just like, oh my God, they're running away from the ring. <laughs> and they're all just sitting there just like, all right, it's done guys. Like, now, did you see the, the, does this clip include like John Moxley afterwards saying like, yeah, Kenny Omega is shit at doing explosives too. Yeah. It does not include that, uh, which we covered that last week, but I, I, I gotta see this again. God. It's just like, man, I thought like, it looks like they're celebrating. You know what I mean? This is like celebratory pyro right here. Like in the explosions before that. And after yeah, like that, so they so they like because I didn't watch the rest of the match. Did they do it like traditional style where they had the explosions on the tables? Yeah. So when they go through the tables, they had the explosions. Yeah, it was like all that. good. It was like it, it looked good. Like if they yeah. touch the ropes, they explode. Like they did an outer ring that had like explosions in it. Like it was nice. Did you ever see any of the uh, old uh, Cactus Jack Terry Funk ma- uh, exploding barbed wire mm-hmm. matches? Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a Mick Foley one where the ring doesn't explode either. Really? And they sell it. Yeah. Wow. I don't remember That's what so it was rough. then. It was when he was, I think it was during one of his overseas stints. But, okay. But yeah, there's a Mick Foley one where the same thing happens. Like what, what, like don't, don't make that match then. Okay. It's just like, just have an exploding barbed wire match. We're fine. If the ring doesn't explode, like that's already enough gimmicks thing. happening. Here's like, the thing. Know. I'm yeah. not, if, if I'm not buying this pay-per-view. Unless the ring explodes. Like, I was promised the ring was going to explode. That's true. Like, you were sold this to a wrong pe- bit of bill of goods. Granted, like if Kenny Omega wasn't in it, I wasn't going to buy it. But I'm like, Kenny Omega exploding ring match? Like, how do, how do, you, how do you pass on that? As a wrestler, Kenny Omega is the best wrestler to work in the last decade. Like, really? He's, he's amazing. I'm that's, a, that's a bold proclamation right there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong 100%, but, like, I mean, that's... I'm pretty sure people who are more because again the last decade of wrestling for me is just like a, a, a like I've been in I dip in and out of it so but yeah. I'm pretty sure that arguments could be made for made against Kenny Omega yeah I yeah mean, the, he does he does the only Canadian he, wrestler better than him fucking murdered his fucking children and uh, wife, so <laughs> really you're not you're not even gonna put Jericho in the top ten Fuck of no Canadian? dude. Really? Jericho's an anti-masker. He can't be the best. Uh, <laughs> that's true. How are you going to have a concert at Sturgis yeah. in a bike rally where everybody's just hugging each other and coughing each other's mouths the whole entire time? Yeah, no. Like, they, he did this. So Chris Jericho, the wrestler slash lead singer of Fozzie. Don't, don't, uh, let's not give them. Let's not. Like, they, they fucking, they prefer to the Sturgis bike rally, though. Like, it's fucking. Wow, it's I can't. Fucking, you don't like Jericho? Like, you're the only wrestling fan I've ever met. I respect his kind of, his body of work, I guess. But yeah. ever since, the last couple of years, I'm just like, nah. Well, I mean, it's also tough. And then he, like, the one thing I don't like about him is, like, I know why he had to do this, but he changed his finisher to, like, reverse elbow. Like, that's not, come on, man. What nah. are you doing? And, well, and people are selling that shit. Like, come on. Uh, you know? I mean, AEW has a lot of cringy moments. Like, yes. I, it's hard to set up. It, it does. It it has made me appreciate WWE in some aspects of, yes. when it comes to production. Well, like production, it gets me. And I'll say this. It's like it's it has an indie wrestling vibe, 
but for better and worse. You know what I mean? Like you're It's like got some of the TNA cringe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really you guys are doing that. Like they can't know. even like like we can do better audio video on this podcast than they can do for their fucking entrances. Like, I mean, uh, that's uh, dude. Like how, how do you not even f- focus on the wrestlers during an entrance for a wrestler? The, you know, what really turned me off to AEW? The, uh, uh, the Matt Hardy botch. Uh, oh, they, and yeah. like even the ref, she, she threw up the X. It's like, come on. And she kept trying to do it. And they're like, Oh no, we're going to keep going. She's like, no, he's fucked up. Like, let's get him out of yeah. here. And they kept trying to roll with the match and like clearly concussed. So this wrestler did a, did a move. Matt Hardy might've known from WWE do, uh, or I'm sorry. does a spot lands wrong, uh, hits the back of his head on concrete. Clearly he's concussed. And he could, they continue with the match anyhow. And what they do, they gave like a 10 minute, like uh rest period or whatever. And yeah. then they still continued the match like that. It was, was something like, weird. Doing? It was, I think they didn't handle it well, but WWE also had the women's pay-per-view. Oh my God. Yeah. Or the women's match on, but that was, was that during WrestleMania? What with Becky Lynch where she yeah. broke her nose? Yeah. Or I mean, well, well and, Nia Jax. And, and yeah, one of them got a oh, concussion. Yeah. Oh, that was uh Charlotte Flair. It was and, still um, Charlotte and, and uh, what, what was her name? Um, wasn't Asuka Io Shirai. So, yeah. so Charlotte Flair, she's huge by the way. She's like, she's also like done this a few times, done this too. a few times. Like what is she? I think she like, like power bombed her outside or did something on the ring apron. And like Io Shirai was like, clearly. Like, and they could, and they could have gotten through that match without hurting her. Like, but like, like, uh, yeah, Charlotte didn't Charlotte insist on doing like her finishers of like, yeah, that? it was yeah. something stupid where they're like, cause she couldn't even, cause she went to throw a chair. The, the Japanese wrestler yeah. went to throw a chair and she couldn't even throw her fucking chair. Yeah. Like, she just like went to throw it and was just like, couldn't even lift it. Like it, it was like very obvious. Like this was a legit injury. And like, they, the, like to me, it's just like they. but that was like, that was what the, that was WrestleMania though. Wasn't it? Was it was a pay per view? Definitely was a pay per view. Was that or SummerSlam or SummerSlam? Yeah, it was one of the bigger pay per views. Yeah. Um, you know, for any wrestling fans listening, we're butchering the recent history of wrestling. Not that that matters. Yeah. You know, to me, I'm not counting it until they have a full arena again. I'll be honest. <laughs> with you. Poor Drew McIntyre is the world champion, and nobody knew. You know, like nobody saw that. So people are watching though. Like AEW ratings have been AEW good. ratings, yeah. Because I mean, it's like if you put the two shows next to each other, you know, exploding barbed wire match versus I don't know a steroid guy versus another steroid guy. You That's know. fine. They no, they have a health and wellness program. <laughs> Alvin Wallace program. Yeah. Oh man. I guess big shows over at AEW now. AEW, but like I Christians mean, over. It's like all these old dudes that are like past their prime. But that's dude. What's so crazy is like that's what WCW did back in the day when they were bringing talent over during the uh, Attitude Era. They were bringing talent. Yeah. It's just like everybody who's past their prime. Do you want a contract and get paid more? Come over here. Well, that and like WCW should have like. Very WWE. Should have. Like, it was that close. It was that close. Should have. I mean, their undercard was fucking amazing. That's when all the lucha, luchadors were wrestling. All the, you know, the light heavyweights, they were wrestling. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. This is still better than fucking, um, fucking Lucha Libre wrestling. Like. Yeah. There was, it was one of like, uh, what's it like Pentagon's like fucking like cousins or some shit like fucking died. Like. 
Oh yeah. Oh, did you ever after he took that back shot? Because they like that's like fucking like strong style like shit. They did yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they and like the fuck out of each so other. So strong style, which is also the name of my open mic. Uh, yeah, right there it yeah, is. Yeah, Derek Strong, strong style open mic. We should hey, be coming back. Yeah, can point. we? Can we? Do, let's talk comedy real quick though. Like, oh yeah, strong style, Mike. You sure. you yanked that shit from the last part. Was that right? So it was at Driftwood on. Um, and you pulled uh, a fit because they want to pay you, right? That's what I heard. But Jesus, you did your fucking homework. So, yeah, it's not that I pulled a fit because of it, but it was just like it was clearly we were the one thing that consistently had customers in their bar. If you went to their bar any night of the week, there was maybe four or five people. Well, yeah, it's a shit location. It's a shit location. And the bar, like, let's be honest, wasn't the best bar. Definitely not the best bar to do stand up in. But like, so fuck no, that crackly ass PA. Like I did it once. You did it. You did my mic. once. I did it once. And you were impressed. Was I hosting? Yeah, you were hosting. Was I impressed? I think you're just telling me I was impressed. No, no, you actually, uh, it was when I first started. Really? Uh, Yeah. I can imagine you having a good set. though. Yeah, it it went fine. Yeah, it was. But like, yeah. So the first of all, that crackly ass PA system is my PA system. You fuck. <laughs> second of all, <laughs> second of all. So ran that mic. Uh, the the mic stand. Granted, that shit was eight dollars on Amazon, brand new. So anytime you're spending eight dollars for a mic stand, don't uh, <laughs> save up. Save up five more dollars and get a thirteen dollar one that's better. Uh, so yeah. So here's the thing. So they were. I didn't want I didn't want a lot of money. Just show me that you are making money off of me bringing comics in. So I didn't want, you know, some comics when they when they hit up a bar, they're like, yeah, do give us 50 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't even want that. Give me ten dollars. Give me five. Show me that me bring, coming in here and doing this for two or three hours at a time and you guys making some money off of that. Show me that's at least worth something to you. Right. Because I know they're not making that money on other days of the week. Right. They didn't want to do it. They don't want to do it. So I moved it to Shakers and Shakers. I get ah, a cut of that. Shaker. Yeah. Shakers pays. Shak- shakers pay. Well, Shakers. They don't pay you, all their hosts. You get, you get a cut of the bar. Oh, uh, so it's, I know, I know someone who did a show there. They didn't get paid. Who was it? I'll believe their name. It, they switched over. He took over for the. Oh yeah. I forgot the guy's name, but used to run it on mondays yeah and then uh but then they had like two mics in there was there still two mics on mondays there was there was there was his and there was laughs on lakeview derek uh derek j uh ran that yeah and uh i'm pretty sure he had to have been getting a cut of the bar because he would pack it out he would get like 35 40 people oh really on a monday night that's impressive on a Monday. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure he was getting something from it. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the point is, it was kind of more of a principles thing at that point. It's like, really, you don't even want to discuss this with me. Come on, you know. And at the time, I was around a lot of comics who were running open mics and getting paid to run their open mics. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that's that's really what it was. Shakers is actually moving locations now. They're literally moving one door next door to, from, from where they were. So Why? Um, I, I was hoping a, Shakers would be one of those places that just went away. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, you know the place where you run your weekly open mic? Guess what? I hope it's not there anymore, fucko. I would have still run strong style elsewhere though. Like even if Yeah, exactly. I don't know. There. I've eaten so much shit at the five o'clock mic on Mondays at fucking Shakers. Dude, like, who hasn't though? Fucking it's, it's what it's there for. Comments. It's yeah, what it's, it's there, there for. for. It's kind of what it's what strong style was there for, too, to be yeah. honest. I mean, earlier mics, you kind of tend to have that. Like if you ever did 
North Bar on a Saturday afternoon. You know, <laughs> afternoons are not designed for this, man. It's just, it's not comedy's not designed for afternoons and vice versa. So, dude, I decided to go to North Bar to get a fucking run in, like yeah. before a Saturday show one time, and it just zapped all the confidence I had in my fucking. Yeah, afternoon. oh, it'll do it. It'll do it. It'll and do North it. I Bar, didn't... Was it five minute minutes on Saturdays too? I feel like they sometimes give... they would do that. I feel Sometimes like they give they you an extra minute, and then I'm like, "Oh, this really fucks me up." Yeah, and... like, do you really need to fucking bomb for a full extra minute? I mean, in your case, you know, you know, you bomb a lot, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's. Uh, I honestly, I, 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 honestly, the set that I remember from you was just the one that I saw recently, and that was unfortunate too. I can't even put that on your back because you didn't know you were going up until like three minutes before. You did a pretty good job. With such little leeway. Yeah, so I was actually pretty buddy. happy with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got, it was like, what, a nine o'clock show at 857. Like, at 857, they're like, this, hey, do you want to do, so-? what was it, five, six minutes? Yeah, later? he yeah. was like, warm up. and Because they needed to check their audio because they got a bunch of new audio equipment. Yeah. And that's what I was talking to him after. He was like, yeah, we got all this new stuff. So, like, in the middle of my set, like, music was going off. Yeah. Was it was in and out. It was like, rough. And then you had the hecklers and then fucking. And then I, I still got I still got a couple jokes in. So you did. Like, yeah. So, I was like. They oh. call it, that's a win, buddy. That's a win. Oh, yeah. Shit. That was fun, though. I had so much fun during that set just because, like, I did get some jokes off, but I also got to yell at somebody. So, it was pretty fucking exciting. You know, it was a ter- all to- all things considered, it was a terrible set. But the fact that I made people laugh with my actual jokes that I tried and I got to yell at somebody that yeah. fucking yeah win. You got any shows coming up? I do have some shows. I got your show. Uh, When's got, that? That is April fourth. April tenth. April. So it's not April fourth. It's <laughs> April tenth, right here at Lincoln Lodge. April tenth. Yeah. April. 10th. Oh, Laugh, Laugh Factory is April fourth. Oh, okay. And then um, I have my buddies on April fifth. Oh, you're doing Buddy Bar. Buddy Bar. All We're right. doing Buddy Bar. Twelve dollars soda water coming. Twelve dollars soda water. Chicago Fight Club coming up April 10th. Yeah, most importantly, yeah. that actually of the shows, no, Laugh Factory is pretty important. Laugh Factory. That's that's a big, that's which, which one are you doing at Laugh Factory? It's just, it's it's a, it's not a big show. It's a Tuesday at 10. Oh, uh, okay. But, you know, I mean, listen, it's it's a, it's a show. Well, I'm um, not getting you know, booked at Laugh Factory. Uh, what do you have coming up? Uh... Chicago Fight Club. Chicago, Chicago Fight Club. Club. Chicago, Chicago Fight, Fight Club. Club. And Chicago Fight Club. I feel like I let you get in a lot of fat jokes today, which uh, it's good. I got in a few nerd jokes. Do you think we're balanced or about even on this one? Uh, yeah, no. Um, you said, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's Hold on. I'm thinking of every time I made fun of your man titties. Yeah, I yeah, think we're good. I think we're good. I, I, think I, we're I called good. you nerd at least six times, and yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, we can't wait to have you uh, on the show coming up next month and get back to it. Um, oh, yeah. I can't wait to do it, man. All right. And then big shout out for uh, uh, Christine. Uh, Thank you, Christine. Audio video. Uh, that's it. That's a wrap. Play Hell us yeah. out. Fuck Facebook. Oh, got really high and didn't say shit. It's body combat. <laughs> it's just body combat. It's body combat. But instead of doing like Zumba things, you do like karate moves. So Taibo? Like, Fucking Aaron's fucking. That's the, that's what we got. I'm gonna cancel your podcast. Uh, yeah, it hasn't even aired yet. It sounds cool. Role. It's so stupid. Chicago Fight Club. Fucking find us on Spotify.